Well, either you're closing your eyes to a situation you do not wish to acknowledge, or you are not aware of the caliber of disaster. The Emperor has been expecting you. You're gonna get your mind right. Warning. Common sense incoming. Alive. It's alive! Warning. This contains explicit material suitable for children. Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? This is The Blast. You know, the truth of the matter is that I hear that question asked every week when we uh, start the program, and I, and I'm one for the glib flip answers, but I honestly don't know what the hell kind of radio shows. <laughs> I know we do it, and I know it seems like now we've been doing it for a long, long time. An eternity. Eternity. Yes. But, uh, as our good friend Cardi B would say. <laughs> I want to go out. I want to go out. All right. Very exciting this week. You know. I got a little surprise for you. Oh. Because, you know, we go right into the politics, and I, I told you that I'm going to make an effort to steer us away from that or steer us out of that, at least in the point where we, you know, don't let it absorb everything. Because, frankly, ding dong, the witch is dead. The king is dead. Long live the king and all that shit. So I just thought, hey, for a big blab story, check this out. <laughs> And actually, it falls into the category of a clever, clever little, clever little catchphrase that I'll be all right. I didn't get enough naps happening. Uh, clever little catchphrase that I had going on. And you'll know because Dave's a musician par excellence. I'm a musician of some accomplishment. And that's about all there is to it. But here's the bumper sticker. Music is infectious. Stupid is contagious. Stand and deliver. Yeah, your mama. All right, I'm sure you're a hip dude. You recognize the voice. Um, I was assuming. Do you recognize the voice? Bob Dylan. That's Clapton. That's Clapton? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, welcome to Dave, Dave Simmons' <laughs> old guy. No, that's Clapton. We, the reason you... and Wow, how real. He sounded you? like Bob Dylan. Maybe. Yeah, well, that has something to do with that. Have you seen this? And this is what I wanted to talk about for a few minutes. Just throw it at you and see what you're thinking about it. I'll just read you the I'll read you the blurb officially so that it doesn't get mangled in my thing. Pardon me. Eric Clapton and Van Morrison have joined forces for a new single titled Stand and Deliver. That was the 20 seconds it's been released for free, which drops on Friday. That would be mm -hmm. this Friday. The track written by Morrison and sung by Slowhand, please, is Morrison's latest lockdown single recorded as a part of his Save Live Music campaign. Proceeds from the recording will go to Morrison's Lockdown Financial Hardship Fund, which helps musicians facing difficulties, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Morrison has been a Save Live Music campaign for quite a while. He's been critical of the worldwide lockdowns imposed to stop the spread of corona, releasing other songs, calling those who impose the lockdowns fascists and bullies. Now he's got Eric working with him on the thing. So basically what these two guys are doing is they're protesting the COVID protocol. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm gonna tip my hand. I'm just gonna ask you, are you aware of this or is this, is I, this? I saw where they were releasing a single, but That's the reason why I can't stand Van Morrison and um I can barely stand Eric Clapton. So. Okay. Well, then let's. So I, I sure. paid no attention to it. Well, let's talk about the principle of it. How does that strike you as I tell you, and you're just hearing it for the first time? 
What about uh, the, uh, the, reason opposing, opposing, the, reason, the reason they're doing it? Well, if the reason they're doing it is to raise money to help musicians, I'm all for it. But if the reason they're doing it is simply to protest Well, lockdown, the result, as I'm reading it, the end result will be the money is ostensibly going to that fund. Right, right. But the primary reason they're doing it is because Van Morrison's got his panties in a wad about not being able to play live music. Right. And and, and that's, I, I get it. But there's there's other avenues to play live music. And, you know, every every musician has been exposing those since this this happened. I mean, you've got live streams, you've got uh, drive in concerts with people staying in the car. Mary Chapin Carpenter just did a thing like two or three nights ago at uh, wherever the hell she was. She was by herself on a stage and they had it nicely lit and she played for just two hours and she played. And it was a pay-per-view kind of thing. Right, right. This kind of stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's that. This, I like Van Morrison's work. I'm, I've never been a big Van Morrison fan, per se. And Clapton, it depends on the song, and I can take it or leave it. But once again, here's the question. Here's the deeper philosophical, esoteric question I'm looking for the answer to somehow. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> you know, I'm just so, and I, gee, here's a big newsflash for anybody who knows me or listens to the show with any regularity. I'm so fucking off the charts tired of stupid, yeah. okay, which is not one of my favorite things to begin with. We're not talking about some kind of you know we're not talking about mccartney's 40 years ago give ireland back to the irish and that right, kind right, of political right. sort of protest there are 275,000 dead people in this country right now this thing and i'm not even going to go there because you know what we're talking about here right 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 what what's the matter with these people help me out show me something i don't know or i'm not seeing about why what's the wisdom of this or the intelligence of this at any stretch at all i have i have no clue i i think part of i can't speak for van morrison and, and eric clapton i think part of the the part of the people that protest or, or have a problem with the lockdowns yeah um is that they they pick and choose what they want to lock down instead of locking down one set thing and say you know saying look in two weeks we're going to lock down everything right. but your small business can't be open but Walmart can your small your small business you know you 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 can you can only have fourteen people in your restaurant yeah. you, you see what I'm saying I do and, I agree and, with that and I think if there was if there was more uh, uh, uniformity to some of the rules and then and then when you see your politicians set their lockdown rules and then immediately go break them themselves well, that you know <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying it's human it's humans i mean humans are fucked up we all know that not me but um, but but i i think i think that's 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 the uh the genesis of some of the Maybe the maybe the word Protests. I used a minute ago was inappropriate, and by that I mean not that I'm sorry I said it, but I mean it was the wrong word to use. Maybe it is I'm just so off the charts tired as stupid as I am, but I am. But I'm off the charts tired of selfish. Yeah. And to me, because nothing in any of the of the stuff that I read, and I didn't do a deep lot of research on this, but this thing with Morrison and what he's been doing for a while, and now he's got Clapton engaged in it too. I didn't see anything in there where they're addressing that issue you're talking about, where right. they said, where they, if they'd taken, I had a press conference and said, well, we just don't think it's fair that, you know, our industry is being shut down, but this other industry is not. Right, right. This motherfucker simply wants to fill the concert halls up again so he can make his living. Exactly. And, and that, and, that's and, wrong. And wrong is like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because let me, let me, here's, here's a couple of things. This is, I won't go at depth with this or ad, ad nauseum. This is from the website where I saw the original, where I saw the original blurb. 
I just, uh oh, I just nuked Peoria. Sorry. Um, comments from a, this was an article, not a Facebook thread. Some guy in California wrote, they're lobbying for restrictions to be lifted during a pandemic. They want unrestricted venue openings right now. That's just wrong. They can create on live everything you were saying here a minute yeah. ago. They can create on live concerts. The situation is temporary. Why are they advocating super spreader events? It's showing their true colors. Uh, Bob T wrote, I get their livelihood depends largely on performing. Although these guys are millionaires and can afford to stay home for a while, but to recklessly encouraging mass gatherings before a vaccine has been rolled out is very wrong. Disappointed in these guys and blah, blah, blah. Most of the comments that I saw in these things were the same kind of what the fuck. What's the matter with you? How much of this do you think is, I mean, Van, Van Morrison really isn't relevant anymore. How much of this do you think he's latching on to, a, to an ideology to try to make himself uh, relevant. Uh, yeah, why not? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm a little yeah. surprised that Clapton is buying in. Well, Clapton really is not that relevant anymore either. You no, know what I mean? No, but he's always, well, with the exception of the fact that whatever it was 20, 30 years ago when he was when he was recorded in some audio interview in England talking about how England needed to stay white and black people needed to go away. You know? <laughs> but, in, but in Eric's defense, I think that has more to do with the 50 years of ganja and assorted other chemicals yeah, yeah, that have... Yeah. <laughs> Well, that that wasn't he incredibly drunk at that time too. Oh, well, yeah, 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 of course. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's a given as far as it goes. But I just all right. I thought maybe I didn't think there was, but I thought maybe there was some delightful insight I was overlooking. Besides, just once again, no, this fucking selfish, narcissistic. It's, you know, the, it's the word of the of the year. It's, it's common not. sense. It's common sense. Oh, you know, there's the problem. <laughs> but I, as I said before. If the goal was to raise money for musicians, fine. But if you know if that's the end game, but why do you have to push for for you know open concerts well, when there's so many other avenues right now? Because, again, and he, because he wants he wants what he wants, and this is the deeper issue. Not to wax forever on this because we've made the point, but this is something I would can I would campaign prolific on, prolifically on for the rest of my natural life. He said we, prolific. Thank you. We ha we have to get we have to get. We fuck. I'm out of it. The, the the nation, the world, but this nation in particular. People listening to this, I'm telling you, you're not gonna like it. I don't care. You got to get over this fucking everything. I me mine. I me mine. I me mine. Bullshit. Okay. Life doesn't fucking work that way. It just doesn't. And just because you want it to, it doesn't mean it does. And all you're doing is digging everybody into a deeper hole with that. I me mine. I call it Kardashianism. Uh, G and I were talking last week about something, and she was dealing with a client of hers that had this kind of same thing. And it was that, well, what about me? Well, I got you this, and I got you that, and a settlement, some kind of divorce. Right, yeah, right. but what about me? Every other fucking question was, what about me? What about me? What about me? Right. I said, it's Kardashianism. It's that narcissism. Van Morrison doesn't want to sit at home anymore, and he probably has bills to pay because he's not getting a lot of royalties off Gloria or Tupelo Honey anymore. Right. And but But this isn't just about being selfish to the extent of, Taking over somebody's gig, people are dying, man. Yes, and more are going to die. And, and as speaking as a musician, literally, our industry was destroyed, destroyed by the COVID. You know, and it's no, no fault of anybody. It, it's it's the disease, but the 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 music industry on every level, from top to bottom, was just destroyed. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you have to just innovate and try to find new ways. You rebuild after yeah. the war is over. Yeah. It's so, called life. Imagine that. You know. All right. We'll be back in a second.
Well, there couldn't be a more perfect segue. We're talking about narcissism. Let's get this shit over in 10 minutes or less. It's Trump time. Sucking it, thank you. <laughs> All right, we are, we are. I think we are at the point for my. Oh wait, I got a new card. I'm gonna throw it up for the vidcast watchers. It's it's fun. You can't see it, but did you see the picture of him sitting at the little desk? No, I didn't. Yeah. Don't tell me this guy's got all his marbles. He doesn't. I don't know what the occasion was, but this was earlier this week. But he was, it's like, a, you'd think it's Photoshop when you look at it. But he's sitting at this little table in whatever room it was in, the east room, west room, south room. And, was, it's, and it's got the presidential seal attached to it, but it's a little table. Was it the kid's table? Yeah, it looks like a fucking kid's table. And he's <laughs> sitting there. And again, when you first see it, you go, oh, some doofus is. No, this is how he presented himself. All right. Well, anyway, the maybe, catch, the maybe catch. on Thanksgiving, Jared and uh, Avanga made him sit at the kids table, sit at the little table. Uh, he needs to get used to that. Well, no, you know, prisons have big tables. He'll be fine. The caption reads little things whine a lot. Um, I made some fast notes, just literally bullet points of the shit he pulled this week. He pardoned Michael Flynn, which he said he was going to do anyway. This is the guy who confessed right. to and was convicted of lying to the FBI, lying to Congress. But we all know that. You know, lying to uh, public organizations don't mean shit in the in the world of Donald Trump. Uh, he hasn't done shit about COVID, but he's not going to do shit about COVID because he's not going to do anything else. He's mad and he's upset and he's not getting his way. And so I'm not going to play anymore. But the one I love, two things happened this week. In fact, in the last five or six days, it made my week. Number one, he tweeted or whatever it was he said that now he's pretty convinced that the FBI and the Justice Department were responsible for helping out in rigging the election. Oh, well, <laughs> his Justice Department run by Bill Barr, who who God bless Bill Barr, because I know he's a slime ball. But today or was it today or yesterday? Yesterday, he, came he said publicly they have concluded their investigations and they have found no significant fraud to the point where it would, it would affect the outcome of the yeah. election. Well, he just put a big old torpedo in the SS Donald. Well, that's what anybody, I told you, that's what, that's what Mike Baker from the CIA said. Of course he yeah. did. You know, he, he said, yeah, there's fraud. There's always fraud. Of course there is. This is America. Yes. I mean, if you're not, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> well, every election, every election on the earth doesn't matter about America. Right. It's human beings. Human beings cheat. So, but, but here's the thing I always revert back to, and nobody wants to talk about it. The eyes glaze over. Whenever that happens, I always know in the context of conversations that I'm having that that means I've made the point they don't know what to do about it, so they just glaze over, hoping it'll go away. Because I take it a little bit of a different skew on that kind of stuff. When somebody says, well, you know what? And, and I say this sardonically, sarcastically, and wearily because I'm tired of dealing with stupid and selfish. Do you think... Or what makes you think, and I'm speaking rhetorically, for a single second, that if the Democratic Party, for example, in this case, had the wherewithal, resources, abilities, et cetera, et cetera, to rig an election to the point where a national election could be affected and changed, if they had that capability, resources, et cetera, why in the world do you think they even let Donald Trump get elected in the first place? Why is Donald Trump still alive right now? 
if they were that powerful and had that kind of resources and capabilities, okay, they'd be they'd have done a Dealey Plaza on that motherfucker three years ago. So it's it's beyond stupid. Well, the funny thing about that is the the head of the Democratic monster can't even play with his dog without breaking his foot. So <laughs> I think that's cute. <laughs> I think it was cute. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. I totally. At get least it. he has a dog. The the thing <laughs> the thing that I always point out is if the ele- if the election was rigged, you're not going to half ass cheat. They would they wouldn't have lost 14 seats in the house. Exactly. And the you know, it if Georgia goes the way Georgia always goes, they'll hold the Senate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm on not, the run, on the January fifth runoff. I'm not so sure that's gonna. I'm not so sure that's well, gonna happen. If, you know, I don't know that it won't. But you know, Georgia surprised me at all. The fact that Biden ended up taking Georgia was a surprise. To was me. a surprise. Yeah, I think it was just an indication. But anyway, back to the original point. But I think that's more of a referendum on on yeah. Donald Trump than it is on Republicans. Oh, I think the whole fucking election was a referendum on Donald Trump. Thank you God. Know, you know, so it, you know, it's the the Republicans wouldn't have picked up so many down ballot seats if if it wasn't. Uh, if it was if if the the public was not republican friendly you see what i'm saying i do yeah so i I don't think i think it was just we just don't like the don well and rightly so but this is where again stupid comes back into play it's you know stop stop this and i and i said and i think i addressed this a little later on i think it's in lib durable tonight uh the i call it the sadness of what's happened and not tragedy because that's over dramatizing, and I don't want to. T- I don't want to do my whole shtick now and then have to do it again later. But what I say, <laughs> I don't want to listen to it twice. No, this is exactly. <laughs> neither do I. But I'm. I'm saying that it's like people still believe this stuff, and that's. I'm sorry, Norm and I had this conversation today when we were we were chatting, and he asked me. We did. I don't. You know, believe it or not, I don't start firing the political pistols unless somebody starts the conversation. Right, right. No, you're pretty good about that. Yeah, not bad for a libtard. So so what I said to him was, I said, you know, here's the thing. Here's the reason that so many of these folks are are grasping desperately to keeping Donald Trump in the White House. I'm talking about your, your base, okay, those people. Not all of them, and I qualified it. I said not all of them, but I said a lot of them. And believe me now, believe me later, don't believe me at all, I don't give a fuck. He's he's their guy. But the reason he's their guy is because he's not all that bright and neither are they. And I don't mean that as a slam. You know, if I say they're smart and they're not, then I'm just lying. A lot of them just aren't all that smart. And Donald knew that from the get go. He plays to their fears. He plays to their insecurities. He plays to their ignorance. He plays to their lack of education. He plays, he plays, he plays, he plays, he plays. And he's continuing to do it. You know, that's what's reprehensible. I think the context of what I was saying with Norm was because Norm said something about, well, you know, I didn't like Hillary, so I, but I, but I, I, I weighed, I weighed the factors in, and this, this time I didn't vote for, I didn't vote for Trump. I voted for Joe, and I, I said, okay, but see, here's the thing. I said, in fact, listen to the show tonight because you're going to hear me say something that's going <laughs> to, it's going to make you go, whoa, I don't believe this. Okay, here and here it is, and this doesn't come later, so you'll only have to deal with this once. Okay, thank you. here's here's how I feel about this, and I'm addressing anybody who this applies to. If you voted for Donald Trump in 2016, okay, whatever. Okay. People that I care about and still respect voted for Donald Trump in 2016. That was then. It was, well, I just can't abide Hillary. Or uh, we don't know what kind of, you know, we know he's a jerk and blah, blah, blah. We we don't know and all all that shit. Okay, fine. You get a pass on that. Four years of Donald Trump. (sighs) 
But here's the surprise. Okay, plot twist. <laughs> if you voted for Donald Trump this time, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna do something Donald would never do. I'm gonna concede you that. And I'm speaking rhetorically again when I say you. Not that you give a shit what I think, but oh, I don't care. It's fine. Maybe you couldn't abide, Joe. Maybe I don't care. But now, 6 million popular vote difference. What, 70, 60, 70 electoral vote difference? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you are still supporting this guy, starting from, and I won't say November 3rd because it wasn't finalized until like the Saturday after, so whatever that, November 10th. From November 10th on, if you are still supporting this guy and you've been supporting this guy since November 10th, you're just not all that bright because come on well if you're if you're believing the, the you know the uh, the election fraud totals can change the outcome of the election uh, you you can't be but you know not only that just the what he's doing the behavior which is manifesting itself just no no surprises but he's behaving as truly as he's behaved since day 1 but now you know it's t- People are dying faster now than they were. And this is just that issue. They're dying faster now than they were when this thing first raged around a year or so. Well, less than a year, nine months ago. And he's not doing anything. He's right. golfing and pouting. Well, the, the Republican Party needs to move on and they need to do it quickly because I agree. they need to start gearing up for 2024 and put out a candidate that is worthy of, of, of your vote. You know what I mean? I'm thinking Ben Carson. <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, I don't think you dislike Ben. I, I, I I'm like being ben. totally yeah. facetious. But uh, you talk know. about Sleepy Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Ben. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you imagine uh-huh. that debate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Chris Wallace would be no problem with that. Yeah, would be a cakewalk for him. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Dan Crenshaw, maybe. Uh, you know, hopefully. And you're gonna hear, whatever politics we talk about in the coming year, however long we keep doing this. I'm gonna tell you that's you're gonna be a recurring theme. I'm on board with that, and you've heard me say that yes, before have, i would be excited have. to see a, a republican a, a genuine insensible conservative come along with some savvy and chops and smash it and and new looks and etc 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 trump is the republican party the same speech they don't exist yeah. they're in the underground they need to come back out so no i agree i agree all right i just and if you're still supporting this guy then and care less about what I say, but there's something wrong with you. You're just not all that bright, and you need to talk to somebody that knows what the hell's going on and, and sit down with them and trust. Find somebody you trust that you trust their intelligence and let them tell you what's wrong with the way you're thinking because you're being suckered. You're just being suckered. And, and I'll tell you what, if you're absolutely adamant and insistent on holding true to that, then here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to go to the Blab page on Facebook. I would like you to leave me some kind of contact information so that I can get a hold of you because I've got some, I've got some waterfront property that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> oh Lord. A real deal. Yeah. I, I can't believe that. I mean, he, he's still beating the drum for, for, um, donations. I think they said he's raised 170 million. <laughs> when you say you can't the, believe it, what do you mean? Well, no, I mean, I can't believe people are still donating. And there it is. is. Yeah. Sucker. So yeah, it's yeah. again, Please contact us here at the Blab via the Facebook Blab page because I'm not about to give you a phone number. There's no way in hell that's going to happen. But if you contact oh. us on the Blab page, Dave and I would like to talk to you about some investment opportunities that we think would be very much worth your while. The last time we gave out a phone number, Norm called in. And, uh, <laughs> well, I learned my lesson. 
<laughs> All right, that's enough of that. So here's the thing. I'm thinking, well, it's the festive Christmas season, and we're going to have to end up talking about holidays somewhere. Why not do it weekly for the, like, three weeks until it's Christmas time? And I said, hey, let's do it in our usual respectful, reverent, and just say, hey, it's time for this week's Christmas crap. The Christmas poo. <laughs> all right so here's the thing first of all and i have nothing except this one thing that i was going to share uh by way of info i got started and let me let me throw this up as a graphic but i'll tell you a little bit about it if you go to our facebook page you'll be able to see it as well um i started about four or five days ago just on a lark and this is not a money-making thing and i'm not spending an inordinate amount of time with it but it's called it's a facebook page and it's called Unsung Santa. And here's how it, and it's me, uh-huh. just throwing up links to videos, mostly, from YouTube and a sort of other places, of Christmas songs. Right. The reason it started was there was a particular song that I'm very fond of that's not one of those that you're hearing on your radio all that often, because it's not. It's a, actually from Ricky Skaggs and his family. They do a family Christmas <laughs> album. Ricky Skaggs. It's lovely. Okay, it's a lovely song, and I just thought, oh, I'm going to throw this up as a little post on the thing. And then I thought, no, you know, there's a bunch of these kinds of things. I'll just do this a couple times a day. And then I thought, wait a minute, let's get organized. So it took me 15 minutes to come up with a graphic and another 15 minutes to make the Facebook page. So in a half an hour, and then it's called Unsung Santa. And if you go to Facebook, you can get it either from the Blab page or at Unsung Santa, one word. It's free. There's no money. There's nothing. All it is is just links to Christmas music. Christmas music. That's nice. Scott. I call it Unsung Santa, the other Christmas music, meaning you're not going to find Mariah fucking Carey on there or fucking Mariah Carey on there. <laughs> Oh, that was the other punchline I was going to do, too. I posted this today because this is a true story. I was out and about yesterday running some errands in the car, and I posted this verbatim. I was out yesterday for about uh, nearly an hour driving around. All the stations that I could find in my car were playing Christmas music. I managed to go 14 minutes without hearing Mariah Carey. That is a personal best. There you go. All right, so check out Unsung Santa. I think you'll find it of some... uh, of some interest and some fun there. Interesting songs. And I'm going to put... I'm going there now, Scott. Okay, you'll see. And I'll uh, like the page, and we'll see what we got. There you go. Well, you know what's interesting now? The fun thing about it is I put this up... What's today? Wednesday. Literally, it's like been two days. I think I did this sometime Monday morning just to put that one song up, and then I've added songs to it each, each morning. Half a dozen songs. As of about two hours ago when I glanced at it, I've got uh, almost 600 people have liked it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. In two days, it, which says something about our, our political presentation, in two days we've, we've mustered uh, 114 times the uh, followers and likers <laughs> for the Santa page that we have for the Blab after two oh, years. Well. But anyway, so we should start posting Christmas songs on the Blab page. That's how that works. There you go. All right. So I got, that's. Really I just awesome. liked it, Scott. So there. There you go. Well, I think you'll find some interesting things. That's awesome. And I created it so that only I can post. I know I'm not interested. I'm not asking for contributions. Well, there you go. I don't. I, 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 several people have. We've talked about this before. I've mentioned what the people I call Mr. Helper. Uh-huh. You know, when you put a factoid out or something, you know, and, and what I don't know, I don't know. And what I'm not expert in, I'm not expert in. I'm not a stable genius. I'm not Donald Trump. But the things I do know a lot about, I know a lot about it. So when I'm talking about it, it always kicks me when I throw like, um, what was the guy? The, the, uh, the example. Ringo was on. Ringo Starr was on Howard Stern once when he was simulcasting the TV and the, and you could watch it and listen. Right. 
and Stern, I know on purpose, he brought this guy in who was kind of a nerd, but he was an, a Beatle expert. And Ringo was extremely sweet about it. But but Ringo would be sitting there and Howard would set it up. He would go, so Ringo, tell me about, uh, you know, when uh, you guys did Yellow Submarine. I know that you were you were a little uh, hesitant about singing the song. And Ringo would, you know, very sweetly say, well, you know, actually, it's true. I was talking about Paul wanted me to sing the song. And the nerd would lean forward and go, no, 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 no. I say, what you did was, no, 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 no. And Ringo just kind of looked at him like, what the fuck? And every time Howard asked him a question and Ringo would start answering, this guy would interrupt and tell Ringo what it was that Ringo was doing. <laughs> Mr. Helper. Okay. So I purposely created the web, the Facebook page where people can't help me. I'm not asking. There them. you go. Enjoy there or don't go. enjoy. Merry Christmas. But that's all there is to it. So this is your opportunity to. You know that I'm going to send you a song every day to put it. Just of course you, you are. <laughs> of course you are. It's, it's it's because of the love. Nothing, yes, nothing, we got nothing yes. but love. Nothing but love. So this is your opportunity to espouse and or contribute in a Christmas fashion at this time. Well, I wasn't prepared here. to do anything Christmas. I know that. So I'm, I'm going to pass. Well, you, know, you could you could do the you, the great tradition of radio people everywhere. You could ad lib, but nah, you know, nah. We're nah. Gonna, we're going to forego the ad lib, and I'm just going to pass. Okay. <laughs> well, then the, the the 20 seconds that I was going to allot to Dave taking care of Christmas, we're going to give over to uh, Cardi. Yes, I am. A woman of the year the one that had your grandma popping her pussy on tiktok yeah bitch that one <laughs> yeah a whole week later and she's still i gladly yield the floor to Cardi B. she's still popping the pussy <laughs> grandma's pussy oh god i don't want to there's a christmas song in there somewhere I saw mama kissing grandma's. No, I, no, no. I saw grandma popping her pussy. No, see, no. no. <laughs> There's not enough therapy in the world to, to cure that problem. All right, let's let's play the game. That's right, friends and neighbors, from high atop the Astoria Ballroom in beautiful downtown Baltimore, it's time to play on the button. Or bullshit in which it's Dave's turn. It's this Scott's turn. Right today. before Thanksgiving, I humiliated him with something. Yes, else he did. You did. Said, it was no. terrible. It was no, you did fine. You got, you got like one out of fourteen. It was pretty. Good. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Uh, and, and Scott, as I alerted you this morning, it's a, regarding voting discrepancies and recounts throughout history. <laughs> Okay, Scott, and this one's this was right this is right in your wheelhouse. In nineteen sixty, <laughs> um, the Kennedy Nixon election, uh in Illinois, rampant voter fraud helped Senator Kennedy squeak by with a point two percent margin uh win, giving him the pathway to the presidency. True uh, or false? On the button. Oh, sorry. On the button. At least play the format, man. On the button. Bitch. Or bullshit. Yeah. On the button or bullshit. Well, now, you may be trying to trick question me because of the way you phrased the question, and I'm not trying to wiggle or worm, but, yeah, there was voter fraud in Illinois. I don't know about the number, so I don't know whether Oh, no, I'm not the number. It's just what's their voter fraud in, in, in so. Well, then, yeah. Uh, you're, you are correct. Of course it did. Nixon ended up won 92 of the 101 counties and uh, uh, of the election, but after... A federal investigation, over 650 people were arrested and charged with voter fraud in Illinois. There was absolutely voter yeah. fraud, but I didn't mind that. Yeah, no, no, that was you fine. Know, you know why? So you were dead on why? Because I like John Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate I didn't hate him. <laughs> All right. 
the next your next favorite election in the 2000 presidential election <laughs> it came down to florida to decide uh, uh, the presidency always does losing candidate al gore blamed voter fraud for his loss true or false well on the button a uh, shit on the button <laughs> or or bullshit how many years has this guy been doing this podcast done um uh, well once again it's it, it sounds like it ha- i'm gonna say sure uh no that's false uh, actually al gore or, uh, that's bullshit al gore blamed bill clinton's sex scandal for costing him democratic votes which one the main one Lewinsky. yeah that was like two years earlier yeah but he said that that al gore's thoughts were that damaged oh. the, the democrat well okay platform i don't know yeah of course that's when shit like that made a difference right like now it doesn't, it doesn't now you know no. well that's when you know gary hart a girl sat on his lap and it yeah. cost him his his run at the presidency yeah it wasn't really all that great a girl you know okay the hayes tilton election 1876 i remember it well one of the most contested elections in the history of our country i just gotten married for the first uh, time. a winner wasn't named until march of 1877 and was decided by the compromise of 1877 true or false on the, oh, on the butt fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know so far the most entertaining part of this entire segment has been, been the fact that you can't seem to get it right so are you saying on the on the button or bullshit on the button is true bullshit is yes false. okay there you go because i don't have a i don't have a thing for true <laughs> or false. um uh, just because i haven't said it yet i'm gonna say bullshit no, that is actually true. Well, of course, the compromise of 1877. It's where uh, they turned over power in the southern states to the Democratic Redeemer, let them handle the blacks however they wanted to handle, and that was the agreement to give Hayes the presidency. Uh-huh. Well, so well, that was right after the Civil War. So, know. for those of you who are just tuning in and looking at each other, saying, "Wow, man, did you know that like Isaac Hayes ran for president?" Yeah, no, he it's actually not- did. <laughs> That cat shaft is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. This is Rutherford B. Hayes. Yes. Isaac's great, great, great grandfather. And now here, here's an interesting one that I didn't know. In 2004, former SNL actor Al Franken won his Senate seat in Minnesota on a controversial recount. On the button or bullshit? Well, I'm going to just... I don't think so. I think it's bullshit. Actually, it is on the button. Uh, 25 different pro-Franken precincts mysteriously produced more balanced ballots than registered votes. And less balanced than balanced. <laughs> I didn't know that. I more, didn't know that more. it was a controversial recount when he won his seat. Mm. That, so, and then this last question, I... I, I uh, you know why that would be a good thing for a Christmas election? Why? That whole thing? Get ready. This is where I had lived. Because that makes no frankincense. Ah, oh, there you go. And I, I've, I've called this last, uh, this last question Hall and Votes. Get it? See? I do. You, you get good. it? Yeah, there you Very go. Very good. He said pussy. You know, you, you know, you're well aware of Tammany Hall, right? I dated her frequently yes. in high school. Yeah. Well, they were the main political machine for the Democratic Party in New York and uh, well-known for using immigrants for their election votes uh, they were a force from 1786 to 1932 until Harry Truman stripped them of their natural and national patronage. Mm-hmm. On the button or bullshit? 
Well, let's go for broke and say on the button. That's actually a trick question. Of course But it, it was FDR who stripped him, not Ah, parody. the big finish. Ah, uh, the big finish. Clever bastard. <laughs> you did well. You did well. No, I got one right. What no, you, you got two. You got two right. I won. I won a lot. <laughs> I won by a lot. Well, we're going to have to do a recount to see how you did on that. That's right. I want a recount. I got a recount. I got a recount. All right, let's check out what's going on on the Dave B. <laughs> That's from the days when Dave used to play music in public. When I used to play in front of people. Before the industry was destroyed. Although, on a side note, Scott, when we did those two uh, shows to limited capacity at the Milton Theater in the Smyrna. Yeah, Neil Dunham. Yeah, uh, it was so... It was so nice. Oh, you bet. To play in front of people. I can again. imagine, sure. Dude, I I have missed it, like, really. Well, it's what you do, man. It's who you are. You know, this is just a side game. Yeah. Did you see, um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, in Staten Island, a Staten Island bar owner declared himself an autonomous, declared itself an autonomous zone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bar is called uh, Max Public House. And... Uh, he figured, you know, if they could do it in Seattle, he can do it in Staten Island. And uh, he wanted to uh, sidestep some of the COVID restrictions, of course, which were which he claims are about to put him out of business. And he hasn't had any public assistance from the or government assistance since March. Yeah. So uh, it didn't go well for him. Uh, the police came in and arrested him, the bartender and the cook. And there were 14 people in the bar at the time, which I don't know what his capacity is. But, um, you know, I don't know if you saw that, but I, I he gets an A for being clever. <laughs> you all right over there, Scott? I'm listening to you. Uh, my, my, Scott's under the desk. My vibrator unplugged. <laughs> I thought you were crawling under the desk to make all these people's assumptions about us true no i got my old man heating pad on over here and uh, i accidentally okay. pulled the plug okay no i yeah you know what yeah that's clever it is clever it's unfortunate and it's one of those kind of things where we make i don't want to say we make light of it because we don't per se but as far as it, yeah you know businesses are in trouble um this whole thing has been hand i promise i'm not going to rant but this whole thing has been handled badly since the moment one. Yes, okay? I would agree. And I think it's going to be handled a lot better from here on out. I, I don't know that. It, there's I no, don't know that that's the case, but I hope. Well, yeah. I understand very clearly what I'm saying to you. I'm not saying that Joe's the magic man and he's going to wave a wand and everything's going to be hunky fine. Listen exactly to what I'm saying. I'm saying it's going to be a lot better from here on out, if only because it can't get any fucking worse. Well, that's a good point. He can't possibly bobble it any worse. If he tried, he couldn't bobble it any worse. Then, yeah. Then, um, the, 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 the fact that. The fact that Trump at, at 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 a certain point went into denial mode or he shut down or whatever it whatever you want to call it, it did not help the situation at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it literally did not help the situation. You know, I know it's a broken record when I say this, but this once again, this once again, the fault of Becca too. <laughs> It just always dovetails back to who he is as like a human being. Father Guido Sarducci. That's right. That. It's what I'm saying to you. 
Well, sounds to me more like Tim Conway with Carol Burnett. <laughs> Mrs. Wiggins, to come in here with your pad. Uh, it always reverts back to him. It didn't serve his personal needs yeah. or political needs to embrace it and deal with it. You know, right. The guy that said he would have, uh, you and I talked about this before well, we went on, the article and the thing, the guy said that his old campaign Brad manager Pascal, said yeah. if he had had just more empathy at the beginning, he would have been one in a landslide. And I said, my joke was, yeah, and Jeffrey Dahmer wouldn't have eaten people if he wasn't a cannibal. You can't have empathy for people if you don't have empathy in the first place. Everything, yeah. everything, you know, centers with that. Yeah, and and that's that's unfortunate, really. That's, I, uh, yeah. It okay. really is, because, I mean, Brad Pascal was on, he was on point. If, if Trump had handled the coronavirus situation better, I, he probably would have been reelected. Yeah, but he didn't. But, no, you know, but he didn't. But I'm saying. But see what I'm saying? I now? do. But see, yeah. this is where I go. Is I go the next step in that sentence every time. You're right. He didn't. You know why he didn't? He's because incapable. he couldn't. Right. He's incapable of. So there's that, and I think that these things will improve. Now, whether the solutions will be, you know, viable, et cetera, et cetera, and you know, Biden's got his work cut out for him because he's going to be dealing with an awful lot of people who yep. just didn't want to hear it. Right. They're going to pout and, and, and get pissy and do the whole nine. Well, you know, and you know what? If I was see, this is the thing this is why you don't want me running for office, because if I got in office like that, if I was Biden, I'll tell you what I would do. I would, fuck that United States shit. Fuck that. We're all in this together. Here's the deal. You know, you, you guys want to support Trump and go that way. Fuck you. You got it. OK, it's time you people learned about consequences. It's time you people learn that when you do something, you have to pay the price for that, whether it's a little price, literal price or whether it's just the action. Well, we've talked about this a thousand times. This is my lib rant when I say, you know, liberals this, liberals that. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to flip a switch and everything in this nation that has anything to do with anybody who's ever been associated with a liberal cause or came from a liberal cause is gone tomorrow. You don't get to participate anymore. You're going to cry like a bitch before the end of the day because you're going to find out all the things that you get and you can get and you benefit from. And you know what? I don't get to have it both ways in life. God damn it. You don't either. Right. End of rant. No, the yeah, it's just it's it's yeah. There's nothing else you can say. I hope I just hope. Oh, there's always more to say. I just hope he. <laughs> you know, I, I hope I hope some of the things he's he's got a a huge task between dealing with the House and the Senate to try to get another relief bill passed. Well, I like to think that because he and McConnell have a long, long history, and they you know they are old buds. That I don't think he's going to be again. It's it's not going to be. There's no, there's no magic pill. But I think he's going to he knows where the buttons are pushed. McConnell does, too. I think that the two of them, you know, there, there may be the, the, the playing field may be level for the first time since before Barack Obama was elected. Yeah, good point. Good point. That, that could be the case. I have them every now and then. You know, if 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 there is that bridge there, and I do know that they they they've always been friendly. But if that if that bridge is there and unless McConnell just goes into complete shutdown mode, like, well, he, like you know, how's he going to benefit from that? Because you know he's locked in. There's no point. He has no reason to do that, and and he can. And he's got more money than God. He knows what he's doing, and his pack people are going to take care of him and all the rest of that. So there's that. And he's so entrenched in Kentucky. It's ridiculous. Well, that's yeah. So Lin, yeah. like Lindsey Graham, I wanted to ask you because you're the you're the in your spot here. You're the sports guy. Did you see this? Uh, <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt fired their uh, head uh, football coach. No, I did not see that. <laughs> what are the odds? Seven losing seasons in a row. 41 zip uh, 
in the Missouri game, which mm-hmm. was the final coup d'etat. Now, I have to tell you, I lived in Nashville for 20 years. They love Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt is like, and not on the level of it, but, but for the purposes of comparison, Vanderbilt's like Harvard. It's not like USC. Right. It's right. not a sports school. Right. Okay. During the promo today, when I threw a promo real quick, I said that I would be offering a, a new spin on a timeless old O.J. Simpson joke. When I lived in Nashville, I was there during that period. The joke was, you know, the day that Al, that Al Cowlings was driving uh, O.J. in the white Bronco and they were being chased down the freeway? Well, they eventually went back to O.J.'s house. Right. But nobody ever really exactly determined where they were actually intended to go, where they wanted to go, where they were headed until they got headed off. But all of us in Nashville knew exactly where they were going. They were going to Vanderbilt because he was thinking, who'd ever think to look for a football player in Nashville? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, the reason I brought that up was uh, I've always had this thing with with sports in the sense that when I and professionals do it all the time, too. It's kind of like politics. We're talking about new blood in the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. These coaches who go 62 losing seasons in a row and the, the last five games where well, they finally get fired, they get beat like 142 to nothing. They get fired as if it's like some, you know, you're just a total fuck up and you're out of here. And within two weeks, they're the head coach of another team. Yeah, they have another job. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Is there, you know, is it just, is it really that much of a good old boy network or is it like they just don't get it? Maybe like, hey, let's try somebody new. I'll, I'll tell you the, I, the ultimate the, the big rivalry in the AFC East of the NFL is the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. Right. So the Miami Dolphins hired Gase, who was a, he was a, a position coach for the Bears, a quarterback's coach. He's supposed to be a quarterback guru. He came to Miami. Well, he, he coached Miami for two seasons. He ruined Miami's quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, who played like the worst quarterback you've ever seen. Now he Tannehill goes to Tennessee – and he's the he's like, he's like one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. So this is the quarterback guru. The Dolphins fire him. <laughs> their their AFC East rival immediately hires Adam Gase when the Dolphins fire him. After seeing what he did to the Dolphins, how can the Jets be like? Well, this is my point. Yeah, I, I got to get me some of that. So so when that happens. <laughs> They are winless this yeah, year so me far. Marry her. Yeah. They, they're winless. This the Jets are winless this season. Which, so that so, makes so, no so the sense. way my brain functions, I'm going okay. Now there's only two possible reasons this happens. One, they're all fucking morons, or there's some kind of good old boy network where it's just the same twelve people who get to circulate around because. And every now and then, a college coach will come up and, and or somebody up, dies, yeah. or they actually have to put somebody new in. As right, far as it right. goes. But this is hilarious. I don't. And Vanderbilt is like. It's almost not so much a, a job of prestige as it is. Well, you know, you're punished now for right, you're not right. going to jail. You're going to go be the head coach at Vanderbilt because <laughs> they're not exactly a football uh, college. It's like the witness protection program. You know what I'm saying? And earlier, and I wanted to throw this at you too because you're you're a you're a vocabulary kind of guy. Oh wait, that's me. Um, we talked about. I said something earlier about stupid or selfish being the word of the year. Merriam-Webster, the dictionary people have done their little yearly word of the year list. Uh, you want to take a shot at what you think the word of the year, the word of the year, above all the other words of the year, this is the word of the year for 2020. What word? Are we COVID, talking? coronavirus. Pretty close. Pandemic. Pandemic. Okay. okay. Now, the other words are runner-up words, quarantine, mm-hmm. asymptomatic, mm-hmm. mamba, 
Lamba? I don't know. I, I have a feeling Cardi has Yes, something. I am from one of the year. The one that's your grandma popping her pussy on TikTok. Yeah, bitch. That one. Yeah, that one. Kraken. Oh, release the Kraken. Release yeah. the Kraken. Defund. Well, yeah. Defund goes over defense before detail. Antebellum. I guess because it was considered racist and then Lady A became Lady Annabelle oh, and became okay, Lady A. Okay, I see that. Irregardless, which is not a word. Not a word. But didn't, Bill they, make Cosby, that, Bill didn't Cos- they make that a word? Well, though? this is apparently yeah. why they've chosen yeah. it as a runner. Bill Cosby and I had that conversation years ago when I had my ill-fated telephone interview with him and we had a charming time. And we joked. Were you awake the entire time? Or did I was. He, did he give you a roofie? It was, it was a phoner. <laughs> it was a phoner. Icon. He said boner. Icon, phoner. It was on the list. Schadenfreude and malarkey. Joe got his malarkey in there. Ah, yes. That's pretty good, too. So I just thought I'd... Speaking of defund, did you see the left turn on Barack Obama today? No. Oh. Barack Obama took issue with the term defund the police, and he immediately got slammed by the far left. Well, you see, when you say left and far left, well, yeah, you know what I'm which, saying. No, I mean, it's important to make the distinction because the left, like the right, is made up of people of a different slant than the, than the other, but they, they're right. all in the pocket of we've all got to work together. The far left and the far right are the loony fucking twos right, that need to right. be ignored. But uh, Obama made a, let me, let me read you his little quote. He said, the key in deciding, do you want to actually get something done or do you want to feel good among people you already agree with? That was what he said about using the term defund police. Uh, okay. Well, his principle is correct. Right. I think. He said, if, if you want to get something done in a democracy, in a country as big and diverse as ours, then you've got to be able to meet people where they are and play a game of addition, not subtraction. Which made perfect sense. And the far left goes, they don't like that. Oh, no, no, no. And, okay. Yeah. So, may, well, I, I just brought it up because defund was a word of the. Uh, oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah. But see, here's here's where this is a good opportunity for me to do the, the little tiny teeny campaigning for the reasonable electors and the lib dribble. I'm going to do lib dribble here in a second. He's right in principle and fuck the far left and fuck the far right. Fuck, I agree. Fuck extremists. You people are idiots. Shut up. Go away. Go to, you know, go to Hollywood where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> Get a reality show. Or something along those lines. Let's speak into the dribble. Let's do the dribble. Yeah, I know. All right. I, I'm not going to name names here because this was a post. that I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole thing, I promise. And I wasn't even. I go From week to week, there are times when I go, nah, I'm not going to do the dribble. Because it's, it's kind of a little mock op-ed. But a mutual friend of ours who is conservative and vocal about support for and still supporting, apparently, Donald. Not in an idiot way, but still supporting Donald. Posted this. And this is one of those cut and paste jobs that you see and they post and they send. Right, right. He, he didn't write all this shit. But I think this was his opening piece. He said, quote, I can't disagree with all this, but I promise you I will not root against my president now or in the future. Here's my issue with the whole let us all be a United States again that we heard from Joe Biden. I, at, when I first read it, I thought he was being conciliatory when he said against my president, meaning whoever the president might be. But the more I thought about it, I realized he was basically saying, I'm not going to I'm not going to slam Donald no matter what he does. Then it goes on. And there's many of these memes or these these lists floating around all the things. I'll just hit like four or five to make the point. We remember for the last four and a half years, the Democrats have scorched the earth. Now you all want to grow crops together. 
We remember Trump supporters getting fired from jobs. We remember riots and looting. We remember a comedian holding up the president's severed head. We remember a play in Central Park with public funding showing the killing of Trump. We remember Robert De Niro yelling, fuck Trump at the Tonys. And this goes on for 30 minutes and a half and 62 different dealios and all the rest of that. And this goes back to what I said earlier about still supporting this guy after everything he's done and the way that he's conducted himself in the office. My, my libdribble op-ed on that is this. His sole skill, all of this, all of those things are true. You know, the things that have happened and things have been done. Right, I'm right. not disputing that. And I'm not saying it's right. It's very important that people, I think, if it's ever going to be possible to get along with everybody, you've got to learn to understand there's a difference between understanding something and agreeing with it. Okay, you don't have to agree with it, but I don't agree with that behavior, but I understand where it comes from. I don't I like the idea of a, an angry. Well, let's put it this way. I don't condone a father murdering somebody who's molested one of their kids, but I totally understand, understand it. it. Yes. 99.9% of all that shit in these lists falls back on Trump in the first place because he started out. His sole skill and the only skill he's got and the only skill that he really did succeed at spectacularly was to pit people against each other. He's a keen mixer. Which is okay. Right. Unless in this context. And he succeeded with staggering success. So what else? And I'm talking to these supporter people. And this posting this post, this shit here. What else did you expect from the people who see him as the sociopathic, narcissistic, bullying, pathological liar that he is? And this goes back to what I said earlier. Here's my thing. The sadness of all this, this last four or five years, is not that he conducted himself that way because that's who he is. He's clearly a reprehensible guy, interested in nothing and no one except himself. And totally capable of convincing a lot of gullible people that he has their interests at heart when he in fact is not. I'm not angry. I'm not resentful about it. I'm, I know that the worst of this is over, and thank God. But it makes me sad that people are still that gullible, just as if I saw somebody being taken advantage of and losing their money because somebody talked them out of it, I would go, man, I wish I could have. Okay. The sadness is that the way he behaves himself, the things that he does, especially now, too, okay, a lot of you, many of you, you think that that's something to just be ignored as in, well, yeah, he does that, but, and the but is so that you can celebrate whatever it is you think that he's accomplished. When in fact, what's happened is we've learned things we didn't want to know. We've learned tons and tons about Trump in the last five years. But the sadness of this past five years is that a lot of us have learned about you, rhetorically speaking, you. And it turns out there are things about you that we didn't want to know about you. And then we feel bad about it that you're gullible, that you're vulnerable. Sure, you're scared. And sure, you're wanting things to be right for your family, and you want all the things. that. And you know what? Me too. We're not bad people. And I, and I don't buy that Hallmark card bullshit. Well, there's more that unites us than divides us. Fuck it. We're, we're, we're human beings. That may or may not be true. Right. But what is true is you have been taken advantage of. You are still being taken advantage of. And I'm not shoving my guy in front of your face. I'm telling you. And not because I, it doesn't matter to me. I know what he is. I know what he's doing. I'm not giving him the fucking time of day, let alone a dime of my money or, you know, Dave mentioned it earlier, this fund, this court fund. <laughs> 
I made the joke earlier in the show. Send us your name to the, to the lab page, and we will take, you know, please. The human fund. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. That's the dribble. Let's do rim shots. Because. Just because. Just because. An Austrian village, cabbage rolls and coffee. An Austrian village whose name rhymes with ducking. I didn't look it up, but apparently there's an Austrian village that the spelling of the word is pronounced fucking. Fucking Austria. <laughs> they're tired. They're tired of English-speaking tourists flocking to pose sometimes grotesquely in front of the town sign. So they have now officially changed their name to fugging, F-U-G-G-I-N-G, which rhymes with mugging. So it's fucking Austria, not fucking Austria. The change was announced by the village mayor, Hans Van Schitcherpants. <laughs> Will Ferrell flashbacks. Cyber Monday. Biggest online shopping day in U.S. history. $10.8 billion in yes. online sales. Meanwhile. I did quite well. I did okay, too. I got Alexa. What time is it? I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're useless. But I got you for nine ninety nine. So hey, Alexa doesn't even work. It's, well, she did her own. Must be a Democrat. Alexa. Oh. <laughs> Alexa, what time is it? Alexa, what time is it? She's playing hard to get. <laughs> I'm on my break. It was on. Yeah. <laughs> She's, she's screwing around with Siri. $10.8 billion in online sales. Meanwhile, suicide hotlines report a record-breaking surge in calls from Amazon, FedEx, and UPS delivery drivers. <laughs> Singer Drake, you know who Drake is? I know who Drake is. Drake is releasing a candle that smells just like him. For that special someone on your gift list who's ready to give up filling the room with the smell of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. <laughs> That's an oldie bit of goodie from earlier this year. And there is a vaccine, I understand, specific vaccine, I don't know which one, on the way from Belgium, Belgium to the U.S. And as soon as the FDA approves it, it will be distributed. Now, there is one word of caution for sure. We check this out. There is one side effect to this particular vaccine. It seems to be an insatiable, impossible to prevent craving to hear this over and over. <laughs> Alexa, what time is it? Give me that red shit. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I'd like to note, by the way, oh, that there's that's no, awesome. no drop frames tonight. So apparently, Alexa, you're having a problem that I'm not having up here. Well, good. Good. You know, she was fine till I unplugged the heating pad and plugged it back in. Maybe she's having a surge issue. So anyway, I got nothing for the parking shots tonight. Uh, did you see it's all the, about you? I got one. Yeah. Did you see the CDC cut the quarantine time from 14 days to 10 days? <laughs> yeah. And I did you read why? Or how that rationalized? I didn't. I just, I, you know, they, I, well, I laugh. They said, um, I laugh. <laughs> well, they said that they're finding that after 10 days of infection, you're no longer uh, contagious. That's, uh -huh. that's what they found. But why now as opposed to all along? Because the virus is, is tired of this shit as we are? <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah. No, they didn't give a I guess as we're going along, we're finding out more and more about this, mm -hmm. this virus. I mean, like... Imagine what we could have accomplished if we'd have paid attention. Had we gotten on first, first, yes, yeah, okay. So, 
and 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 again, dude, they're rushing. They're rushing these vaccines along and getting you know FDA, right? You know, pro- to be to be able to prove without the. So I, I'm just hoping there's no. I mean, I don't want to grow another head out of my shoulder or anything like well, that. Well, that's you know a what question. I mean? Yeah, and I'm sure that they're batting that around on all the talk shows and the cable news shit. And I don't watch this stuff anymore anyway. But it's, uh, I said, and I was only I was being snarky, but I meant it. I think, you know, hey, man, Trump's Trump family, Trump lackeys, Trump hangers on. And I'm talking about the Kaylee McEnany's and the Kellyanne Conway's and all those dipshits. You want a legacy? There you go. You guys take the vaccine. Take it. And we'll talk to you in like two weeks. And if you're if you don't have heads grown out of your shoulders and you're not you haven't turned into Democrats or something, then fine. Good for you. That would be a wonderful, noble, patriotic. And there's not a fucking ice cubes chance in hell that they'll get anywhere near it until they've sloughed it off on enough people right who they don't give a shit one way or the other if it happens to kill and i'm not i'm, I'm not an end is near guy and i'm not doing the chicken little if it's happening god bless and let's go rock and roll but this thing has not been vetted the way these things are usually are usually vetted. well they're usually years <laughs> well and, you know? and this is an emergency we don't have time for that right i right. get it i understand that okay if I was doing talk radio, I can hear in my head my old talk radio days. And what I just said, I can hear some guy on the phone going, yeah, well, you want them guys in that don't want to die. You know, shut up and fuck you. That's not what I said. Right. There's a higher risk that there could be problems with this. And good people are. have done remarkable, remarkable things to get yeah. this to available as soon as possible. But it's about being aware, once again, a real tough thing to do sometimes for mm-hmm. people. Be aware that this is as much a political expediency as it is a national expediency because there's 275,000 people in this country who aren't here anymore who would testify to, well, if it was all about hustling up and getting it done in a hurry, how the fuck you didn't do it sooner, I'd like to know. Right, But right. we all know why. So uh, I, what I had read, I understand they're going to they're gonna use the first responders and the health people and all first, that. First, right. Yeah. Right. And I, if, if asked, I would say, you know, I'd – uh, I don't know. Of course, again, I don't know what they've done in the way of test groups already. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it's been extensively tested, but I mean, you can test, but until you see the long term, which takes long term effects of it, right? You know, you don't know what the outcome's going to be. I mean, I, I, I got to believe I'd take the vaccine if it would help. And what did, I think Dr. Fauci said, what, 60%, if 60% of, of the population is inoculated, the herd, uh, herd immunity kicks in it's at a certain, there's a tipping point. You know what? It, and this just came into my head. So this is to prove that I don't go out of my way to prepare material to be nasty about Donald. But this just popped into my brain. Think about this. It'll be interesting. Keep your eye and ear on Donald over the next week, 10 days, along for other reasons. And by the way, December 14th is the day everybody needs to be interested in. We haven't talked about that at all. But yeah, everybody's right. saying that election day is over and the inauguration is coming and all the court cases are being thrown out. That's a certification. December 14th is the day the Electoral College casts their votes. Yeah. And there still could be some hanky-panky there. But it will be interesting to see now that Donald can make no use out of being the vaccine hero. It'll be interesting to see if he tries to badmouth it. Or cut it up or diss it or talk his people out of it or, you know, the shit that he does when he doesn't get his way. 
I don't and know. It, it'll be I don't either, but yeah. I'm just saying watch and see. If I was a betting man, I'd be willing to put money down that he's going to fuck with a little bit because he's a baby and he's and he's mad that you know he didn't get to be the hero and this isn't going to benefit him. So now if it doesn't benefit me, I don't want it to benefit anybody else because, once again, back to the circle, if he had that mindset, at least a good chunk of that 275,000 people wouldn't be dead. Well, I, I don't know that it won't benefit him. I know that, but I don't know that he, I think he still wants a vaccine out so he can be the one to say that I got the vaccine. Okay. You know what I mean? I, Maybe I, for his Fox, for, for his new news network. Well, no, but for himself, he's, he's already lost the election. He, 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 and I think he, every day that's becoming more and more apparent to him <laughs> um, that, you know, even though I haven't, I, I, I didn't win the election, I won the coronavirus. Yeah, I know. I get you it. You see what I'm saying? I get it. It's and, an and, accomplishment. And I so I, I think, I don't think he'll bad math it. I think. Well, I said. That's I just my guess. I didn't say yeah. that I, I didn't say would. I said, watch and see. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm willing to bet if I had to lean one. If it was only 51-49, I would say 51% of me says he's going to find some way to put it down because it's not his. It is, but it's not. Right. And he's got that that special brand of selfishness that says even though he will take the credit and feel like you know he's no that's that's fake praise. He likes the re- he likes. There's a difference between fake praise and illusional praise or delusional praise. <laughs> delusional. Praise. And he's a he's a big af- he's a big affirmation of the no, de- I delusional think, praise. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna want to. That want that to be his walk, his walking accomplishment. All right. Well, Blabsters, here's what you got to do. Here's your homework. You got to pay very close attention now for the next week, 10 days. And as this vaccine appears and it gets closer. And of course, now the big thing coming, we understand he's going to announce his candidacy for 2024 and supposedly at an event to take place in Washington, D.C. on the day of the inauguration. How fucking infantile. That's petty. That's so petty. I kind of like it. <laughs> I will tell you this. And it will come as a little bit of a surprise to the listeners of the program. I, too, am finding the amusement in it only because he's on the fucking way out, not the fucking uh, way in. If he was still here and on the way in, I'd, I would be upset about that. But no, I think it's hilarious, too. Sometimes it becomes Monty Python. Yeah. It, it's so absurd. The the immaturity, the the childishness, childish, childishness. I, I think if, if he announces he's running in 2024, it's the worst thing that could happen to the Republican Party. Well, you better count on that happening because that's going to happen. Okay. So the Republicans have got their work cut out for him to get some, some really solid people up in front and center yeah. and, and put this guy back in the, you know, in the reality show box where he belongs. But that's that. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else? He said box. Um, he said booster. <laughs> no, he no I got pussy. nothing else. Well, I wouldn't put it that way. I just, <laughs> I've completed my tasks. Or so, Okay. Now, once again, what's the game called? On the button or bullshit. There you go. I got it. I remembered it. <laughs> all right. Next week is, uh, what's today? Today's the second. So next week is the ninth. Ninth. So you're going to be back from Miami. Oh, yeah. Sojourn. I'll be back from Miami. Yes. All right. All right. We will. I wasn't giving away where you were going. That's okay. I didn't want people to know that nobody's going to be home at his house. <laughs> no, no. Um, Julie's going to be home. Oh, okay. By the way, and we got to go here, but I'm, I know I'm holding it up. Have you seen this? This was something new. We've gotten Amazon packages and stuff like that coming. But today, for the first time, I saw something new, which I thought was kind of interesting. When I get something from Amazon, as a rule, I get the email that says your order is ordered. Right. And it'll say your order is shipped. 
and then it'll say like your order is delivered but today when i got the package and i got these these really cool alexa things that are supposed to work <laughs> alexa what time is it she's just not talking to me. um oh it was the same standard it's been delivered but in the email for the There's first picture time, of your doorstep. picture yeah. of the package on the porch. And I said, being me, I said, well, that's so they can prove they were there because of the porch snatchers. The yes. people that come by and snatch the shit and say, well, we didn't get it because of the blah. I said, well, there it is right there on your porch. We're sorry if you lost it, but I don't think they're. So I think, well, you know, good for them for having the sense to say. Mm-hmm. And isn't it a sad commentary that they yes. have to take pictures because people are just stealing shit right off the porches? All the time, I, I have a ring, and my ring doorbell. You know, you get nearby other people with nearby rings post. You know, yep. w- uh, alerts, and it's like package stolen, package stolen. I, I'm just like, oh lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty shitty. Hopefully, things will get better. People, I mean, people suck. They're not going to get better. That's it. That's people the suck. motto. That's ta- that's the takeaway from tonight's program. <laughs> people, people suck. suck. People suck. <laughs> All right, next week, same time, same blather. Wear the mask, and uh, what else? Oh, yeah, buy, buy Google buy. With, with Siri. Fuck Alexa, because yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, get well, Mike uh, Delucia. We, we're, we're pulling for you over here. There you go. And we'll see you next time on The, the Blab. Blab. The Blab. <laughs>